Well, here we are in May 2020. What a year so far. Because of an invisible, unseen virus that spreads from one person to another, pretty much all of humanity has been affected. At the beginning of this year, when all had our 2020 vision and for what we were gonna do, who would have guessed that this is where we would be today? Not me, for sure. That because of this unseen, invisible virus that spreads from person to person, every one of us has been affected. This virus known as COVID-19 passes sometimes unseen from person to person. And now we've seen 100,000 Americans die from this virus, millions of Americans out of work, whole sectors of our economy shut down. And now we are seeing people frustrated by injustice and it bubbling up because of this unseen virus that passes from person to person. Who would have thought? Well, God in his word says that there's an invisible unseen virus affecting the human condition that affects each and every one of us. You see, in the beginning, God created us and he created us to have perfect harmony with him and each other and all of creation. And he put us in that garden. He gave us that choice to follow the path of goodness and the tree of life and the way of God, or to say, you know, God, we believe that you are holding out on us and I'm going to grab fruit from that tree of knowledge because I don't trust you. And ever since then, humanity has chosen that path away from God. As we say, I don't trust you, God, until Jesus came and he showed us the true way to live. But you see, In the same way that COVID-19 and an unseen invisible virus that has affected each and every one of us, because of those choices in the garden, there is an unseen invisible virus that affects each and every one of us. You see, before this virus hit, we thought, well, we're not that connected. What I do doesn't matter too much. But we've learned that we are connected, that we are one. And see, this is an idea that the Bible has been talking about for thousands of years. In the beginning, God created and he said, let us make man in our image, our being the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, three in one. A community that has always existed, that will always exist in perfect harmony and love. And they said, let us create humanity in that image. And so we were placed in the garden and we were connected, connected to God, connected to creation, connected to each other. See, So many times we buy into the lie that, oh, what I do doesn't matter. You know, how I spend my money, how I live my life doesn't really matter towards others. But it does because we are connected. We are connected to our environment. We're the only species that can make such drastic changes. We can save species. We can destroy them. We can build up our environment. We can tear it down and destroy it. We are connected to our creator. He is the source of our life and hope and love. We're connected to each other in a way like never before. What we do matters. We are connected. We are one. In the ancient Hebrew scriptures that God gave to Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave them what was called the Shema. It was a prayer they were to pray multiple times every single day. And here's where it starts in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. 
Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Why does God want them to remember that? That he is one. He is three, but yet one. Because he wants us to know that we are all connected. We're connected to each other, to our environment, to God. There is no them versus us. There is only us. There is no them. There is only us. Only the human race. It doesn't matter the color of our skin, black or white or some other color. We are one. We are one in creation. We are one under God. We are one people. And through one man, sin entered the world. Through Adam, this unseen, invisible virus infected the hearts of every single person. As we live for ourselves instead of others, as we are destructive towards creation, as we turn our back on our Creator. But then God sent one who would bring change, who would bring hope, and that change and hope came through Jesus. He lived the life that we could not live by choosing the path of goodness and light and hope and truth. And he showed us the way and then he died on the cross, the death that we should have died so that we can now live like him, that we can be raised to newness of life, that we can be one in Christ. We can be united with God through Jesus. We can have the spirit inside of us. We can live as agents of hope and truth and light and justice. That is what God desires for us. To recognize that we are connected. That what we do matters. There is no them, there is only us. But how are we going to do that? Because we need God's wisdom. And that is why we're going to spend this next month diving into God's Word, reading the ancient Hebrew book of wisdom, the book of Proverbs. Because we can't do this on our own. We aren't strong enough. If we choose the path outside of God's will, the path that leads towards grabbing knowledge for ourselves, instead of agents of hope and truth and light, what we're going to bring is darkness and vengeance and hate. And that is not the way of Jesus. The way of Jesus is a way of love and forgiveness and strength of sitting with those who are mourning and broken and, and listening to them and being agents of love of working towards justice, not vengeance, of bringing hope, of bringing peace. But how are we going to do that? Here's what Proverbs 4 says. Keep hold of instruction. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked, and do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. God tells us we need to guard our heart. See, right now it'd be so easy to fill our heart with darkness and hatred and vengeance or fear and anxiety and despair. We need to keep our hearts with all vigilance. How do we do that? Well, I'm going to encourage you to snap. <laughs> Sounds cheesy, but actually I think it can be very helpful. The first thing you need to do is when you feel the anxiety, when you feel the hatred, when you feel your rage out of control, stop. Just take a moment to pause. 
Stop. Notice what is going on. What am I feeling in my gut? Are my shoulders tight? Am I carrying uh, that, that weight? Do, do, am I, are my cheeks flush? What am I feeling right now? Am I ready to lash out? Am I going to do something I'm going to regret? Ask yourself, what am I believing right now in this moment? When someone says something that offends us, when, when someone says something that we're not sure how to take it, ask, is this true? Am I believing the best of this person? What story am I telling myself right now? Ask, God, what is going through my head right now? Ask those questions. Just, God, is there something that I'm missing right here? And then pivot. Pivot away from that tree that leads towards darkness and relying on ourselves and not God and pivot towards the tree of life. Stop. Notice what's going on. Ask those questions. What lies am I believing? What is the truth in this situation? What's the story I'm telling myself in my head right now? And pivot towards the way of Jesus. This whole month, as we study the book of Proverbs, we're going to learn how to pivot, how, how to walk towards that path of light and truth and hope and love, and not the path that leads towards selfishness and brokenness and anger and vengeance and darkness. And so this month, we're going to study this book of ancient Hebrew wisdom literature together. Starting on uh, June 1st, we're going to be studying the book uh, Proverbs chapter 1. On, on June 2nd, chapter 2. On June 5th, chapter 5. So it should be easy to, to know what day we're on. We're also going to have different members of our staff just sharing some thoughts. Uh, and so I want to encourage you to... Uh, Subscribe to our podcast. You can get those sent to you every single day this month as we, as we just want to immerse ourselves in God's wisdom. Subscribe to our YouTube page, your Facebook page, whatever you're, you're watching, so we, together we can journey towards to that path that, that Jesus blazed for us, the path that leads towards truth and goodness and light because we are connected. And so, church, we want to be agents of hope and truth and justice. We want to be filled with God's wisdom in our lives. We can't do it on our own. We need the Spirit in us. We need God's Word to guide us. If today you've just been feeling overwhelmed by feelings of fear and anxiety or anger or hatred, God wants you to know that you can give those feelings to Him. You, you can give those over to Him. And He wants to fill you with His peace, fill you with His love and truth and joy. You can pivot away from that path that you've been following towards the way of Jesus. You can make that change. If you would like to give your anxiety, your fears, your worries to God and in exchange receive His forgiveness, His love, His hope, I'm just going to invite you to pray this simple prayer. Now, this isn't the whole conversation you need to have with God. You probably have a lot you need to talk with him about. But this will be a start. Just pray this simple prayer with me. Jesus, I give you my life. Lord Jesus, I give you my life. Lord Jesus, I give you my life. Jesus, I just want to pray for everyone who is filled with anxiety and worry and hatred and despair. Lord, that we would give our lives to you, that we would be filled with your spirit, 
we would let go of anger and bitterness and rage and malice and anxiety and worry and instead be filled with your truth, with your love, with your hope. Thank you for those who made the decision today to follow you, to give their lives to you. God, I pray that they would feel a difference. They would feel the weight lifted off their shoulders as they can experience your forgiveness, as they can experience true purpose, as they leave the path that leads towards destruction and self-reliance and move towards the path of following you, of giving our lives to you, the, the path that leads towards light and truth and hope and love and peace. In your name we pray, amen. If you made that decision today to give your life to Jesus, man, we'd love to follow up with you just to give you some resources to help you on your journey of following Jesus. Just fill out one of our online connection cards, send us an email at mymosaicchurch.com, uh, shoot us a text, whatever you need to do. We want to help you follow this journey of being more and more like Christ. See, through one man, Adam, this invisible, unseen enemy, sin, this virus, entered the human condition and affected everyone. And through one God-man, Jesus, who came in and now brings salvation and hope to all who believe, who choose to follow him, in the same way you and my, our lives can have purpose. See, you were created on purpose for a purpose. We were created by God to help bring his kingdom as it is in heaven here on earth, to step into the brokenness of people that are hurting, to step into the pain, to step into the hopelessness. See, the way of Jesus is not passive and sitting back. The way of Jesus is leaning in towards the darkness, leaning in towards the hopelessness, leaning in towards the injustice, and bringing with us justice and truth and light and love and hope and saying, no, we will not give in to racism. No, we will not give in to the destructive forces that are all around us. Instead, we are going to be one because we are connected. We are brothers and sisters in Christ, regardless of the color of our skin, regardless of our socioeconomic backgrounds. We are one in God. And so together, we're going to be a force of good and truth and light. Together, we're going to listen to those who are grieving, to those who are lamenting. We're going to learn. We're going to repent of our own brokenness, of our own wickedness. We're going to repent of our own racism and, and, and brokenness so that we can bring truth, we can bring healing to this world that so desperately needs it. Church, we need to rise up. We can't be passive. We need to be filled with the truth of God, with His wisdom. We need His Spirit to empower us so that we can be like Jesus and bring healing to this world that so desperately needs it. Now is not the time for fear. Now is not the time for hatred. Now is the time for love in action. As we ask together, what does love require of me? That is the way of Jesus. That is why we are here. Jesus, fill us with your spirit of truth and love and light. Church, we can do this not on our own, but empowered by His Spirit, filled with the wisdom and the truth of God as a family on mission together. We can make a difference. May you know this week that you are not alone, though you may feel it, that we are one in Christ, 
that Christ is in me, Christ is in you, Christ is in us. We are empowered by his spirit, by his presence to bring truth and life and love and justice and hope to a world that so desperately needs it. This week, may you be carriers of love and hope and goodness into a dark world. Let us cast aside brokenness and fear and hatred and instead walk forward in the way of Jesus. Church, I love you. Have a great week.